Hi, this is Paul. I just want to give a shout out to BattleBards for letting us use their awesome stuff. If you want your tabletop game to sound like ours, go to BattleBards.com and check out their offers. You can use their tools to mix your own sounds, to use your own sounds in conjunction with theirs, and edit awesome stuff together. They're also working on integrating with all sorts of platforms, so you can take BattleBards audio wherever you want. I want to address our listeners in the US. It looks like you guys are in for some dark times. And this is my second go at recording this message. And the first go was pretty doom and gloom. So I thought, well, I prefer to be positive and give people a reason to smile. So here goes my second attempt. So one way to look at it is that everything is going to shit. The other way to look at it is that you guys have got a hell of an adventure hook. Russia and the Nazis have joined forces and are trying to take over the world and you plucky little adventurers are the only thing that stands in their way. But that is a hell of a boss fight, so you guys have got to level up and level up fast. So go on a side quest. Find someone who's running a rally or a protest march. Donate your time or money to a group that's doing good work. And in between your side quests, you can grind XP by phoning your representatives. Telephone calls are the best way to get through to these people. They'll auto-reply emails... They'll group letters under certain topics and reply with pro forma responses, but phone calls are things they have to pick up and answer. If you can't get through, keep calling. If you have to leave a message, leave a message, but keep calling, talk to a human being. And you can make a real difference with this. One person, I think it was a congressman's office, commented they'd got a lot of phone calls that week, that being 17. So form your parties, choose your side quests, and grind XP. So when Donald Trump finally appoints Tiamat as his treasury secretary, you'll be ready. You can do it. The rest of the world is counting on you. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Doors. The episode title, as voted for on Twitter, was Horny Horse. But I'm going to be selfish, and for reasons that will become apparent... I'm going to call this one Rufus. Hi, I'm Biddy. I am going to be playing Rue and Fuss tonight, and I'm apparently suffering from amnesia because I don't remember anything that we did previously. Hi, my name's Dave Honecker. Uh, I'm playing Jace. I have massive migraines, so... Actually, I'll probably play him more accurately, since he's supposed to be a Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> like, I'm gonna... Kind of character, so... Probably work quite well. Hi, I'm Adam. I, I'm Adam. I play Gimbal Mini Minstrel. And I'm Paul. I'm the DM, and I'm gonna kill you all and your cats. We open on this scene of devastation, and... Uh, the the dust is literally settling. The trees are sort of menacingly shuffling to close this this gap in the forest. Where have I been? Have I been a a, a drone? Have, yeah, you've been a drone. You've been granting advantage. Karahad, uh, in this, if you get in combat um, or a social thing, um, he can grant you advantage, or uh, he can put a shield in the way of something. Okay. So he can give you advantage on defense or um, what advantage on... Attacks against you, just disadvantage by putting a shield in the way, or he can give you advantage by doing something. Yeah. All right. Turning Gimbal into a, I was going to say, human cannonball, but he's not human. What do you want to do? 
Okay, Gimbal's still up in his tree. And he's going to be shouting, Rue, you fucking idiot, I told you to move! Was that a worm? <laughs> that was a worm. I really need to stop drinking. Have none of you seen Tremors? Seriously! If we walk without rhythm, we won't attract the worm. <laughs> Tremors, that well-known uh, shadow puppet show. <laughs> they always used to do in Forden on the, the Midsummer's yeah. Eve. Jace sort of stumbles drunkenly along and is like, that won't be a problem for me today. Oh dear. Good idea, Jace. Everybody follow in Jace's footsteps exactly. <laughs> Ministry of Drunken Walks. <laughs> so you also have this corpse of a human female. Very pale, sort of cut up, but not you know, not bleeding, just um, you know, like she's been scratched by cats. I will search her gently, discreetly, and I am not a necrophiliac. I'm every other kind of philiac, but not a necro. Yet. The dice roll will decide that. <laughs> That'll be an investigation, please. Ah, shit. That's a boob. I rolled a 14. That is a d12. That's a d12. What am I supposed to be rolling? D20. Rolled a 14. <laughs> this lady is as naked as the day she was born. She has cropped black hair. Um, she doesn't really have the look of uh, the people that you've, you've met so far. She doesn't have any of the scales, for instance. For that matter, she doesn't really seem like um, someone from Anish or from Kotev. She, she's got this, a sort of very, um, very prominent nose, prominent forehead. Not sort of weirdly so, but you can tell. Not she's, the end she's, at all. But... She's not from these parts. What kind of age does she look? Uh, early 20s. Okay. Does it look like she had clothes before she became a cat play toy? You would have no way of knowing. Okay. Can we tell if... We she's quite pale, so she's not um, sunburned or anything. So I was going to say, so is there any way we would know like, possibly what part of the world she's from? Would we recognise her? Like, has, she got, has she got any obvious genetic... Um, What's the word? Well, no, yeah, that's the ethnic markers. Yeah, you can roll me a history. So uh, eleven. So probably can't tell. Eleven. Um, it's it's not ringing any bells with you because um, you're you're more keyed off accents. So fair enough. Being a bard, no, that doesn't surprise me. No tattoos or. Jace can roll with advantage because he's very well travelled. Hmm. 14 again. She seems like maybe from um, like up around um, Kiraband or Kirband, uh, whichever you would choose to call it. Uh, the, the horse traders who live up there. May, maybe something like that, but you'd expect her to be darker of skin. Within the culture of Kiraband, would, normal, would um, nobles preserve their... Nobles wouldn't look like this. Nobles come from a different stock. Right. It's it's uh, the the commoners mix with uh, the nomadic peoples from the lands of the Great River north of the mountains. Um, Kirband is like the or Kiribati is, is the uh, it has two names and it's got confusing me. Um, so Kiribati is, is like the main trading post for horses and things like that. Uh, but the nobles very much do not mix with the foreign stock. I would also like to help um, search the body, but I want to specifically kind of examine her face and like inside her mouth and see if there's. Anything weird going on there? Okay. Like smell, that kind of stuff. 
Fuck off. Uh, um, investigation, that is, I'm assuming. Six. Six? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you open the mouth, you, you don't see anything strange at all. I mean, there's cuts everywhere, but they're not inside the mouth. I was trying to figure out if like, I could smell anything on her breath, like maybe she'd taken something or anything like that. Are there cat corpses about? Many cat corpses. Mountain lions, or are they large house cat kind of... They are house cats of all size. So a couple of Maine Coon in there, like a couple of tiny little tabbies. Okay, and, but the the queen bee cat has been eaten by the worm. You do not know. There is there is no overall large cat. This was a single gestalt cat uh, uh. made up of roiling, flowing cats. In essence, they were sort of running around this body and that flowing around this body. quite literally my real-life nightmare. As if Such all the cats somehow know. became like magnetically attracted Next time, to each other. it's a gestalt spider beast for him. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> Saw one in my bathroom today. I was like, you kill insects. You're my friend. Left him alone. Um, right, can I examine one of the cats to see if there's anything like, you know, one of the bigger ones, look if their claws would be useful or something like that. Useful or valuable, like if their claws are massively sharp or some such. They're normal cats. So very sharp, but just keratin. Yeah, just okay. regular-ass cats. I mean, there's there's plenty here. I mean, there's probably like maybe 50, 60 cats here um, that you could probably, you know, if you wanted to, you could skin and make a, a wonderful coat. That's it. I will skin the biggest cat uh, for a cloak because I hate cats, and I will harvest... All the choicest organ meat and stuff to carry with me, and I will delight in the fact that I'm eating cat flesh. So basically, you've just moved this game on to playing Far Cry. <laughs> no, I've always <laughs> had a bit of a fantasy about eating cat. It would just make me giggle. So you know what? Maniacally. I worry about this sometimes, because the next thing I was about to do was, in what condition of the cats can we use them for sustenance? Jerky. Yeah, can, can, can we skin them and, and is, is cat anything cat. good for eating? Jerk cat. <laughs> Roll me a survival then, please. Um, it's, yeah, just it's, I'm just fishing for one. 19 plus... It doesn't matter. It's it's a great result. So uh, yeah, um, you you skin a large cat to use as a as a cloak, but then you realise that a large cat would basically cover your shoulders. Um, so you skin multiple cats. It turns out to be quite easy as long as you get the cut right, skin it right down, turn it inside out. Yeah, yeah, you just just sort of do the butterfly and then just stretch it, just it's, peel it off. You feel like if you had some stuffing material, you could make like really nice moccasins out of some of the smaller ones, like with a little bunny, <laughs> like with a little floppy head in the front. Mittens. We're sorry for all cat lovers. <laughs> this Mittens, gets, yes. This gets published on the internet. People. We're sorry for all cat lovers, except for the fact that we're not, because I hate cats. So fuck you. I am a big cat lover. I would still wear mittens. <laughs> <laughs> the one cat yep. I ever had pissed on my lovely wood floor to the point where I had to pull up the boards to clean up the pile of cat dry desiccated cat pee underneath it because the smell was permeating my bedroom so fuck cats uh yeah you, you can make a, a load of jerky out of it you know that'll that'll supplement your um or, well it's not jerky because you can't really build a smoker and dry it out and all that uh but yeah you've got a load of um pretty, she's sun-dried uh if you want to wait, wait around for a few days to do or that can Pemmican's usually using uh, all the fat and oil and stuff, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. If you want to hang around for a couple of days and, and cure it and do that sort of stuff, then that's absolutely uh, Otherwise, you're going to have um, sort of fresh meat that you can wrap up in leaves and things and mm. 
I, and skins. This is by no means the weirdest thing that's happened to us in these woods. Oh, it's not even the weirdest thing that we've seen. Les in. mignons de chasse. <laughs> oh. I'm assuming everyone at this point is forgetting that we uh, recently fought a bear with sharks for arms <laughs> I, I think we should just get the fuck out of these woods as quickly as possible because there's got to be more weird stuff I mean that fucking horned horse with the baby on it is still knocking around somewhere out, I don't yeah. even want to think about what that's going to do if we come across it nobody wants to meet a horny horse so <laughs> I grab a few of the choice cuts a couple of brands, a couple of livers, some hearts all the sweet, nice sweetbreads yeah, all the sweetbreads yeah. definitely awesome. Yeah, um, and like new you cloak. could spend. Uh, I'll say you can spend about like an hour and a half doing all the stuff, skinning things. Um, uh, if you if you want, uh, and, and that will get you a load of uh, butchered meat and um, some skins that really sort of need a bit more attention. They need like proper staking out and scraping and, 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 and tanning and stuff. And so is that a short rest then? We'll uh, we'll call that a short rest. Yeah, huzzah! I get my spells say, back. Is it? I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, because you weren't doing anything during that. Yeah. Cool. So you... I, I, was, I was putting together another faggot. <laughs> uh, you now have an faggot. Yes. I, uh, I will put it back on my character sheet. Okay. So just for fun, I decorate my uh, Grosse Kriegsmesser with some cat teeth. <laughs> You've um, got yourself settled down. Things don't seem to be weird anymore. The forest seems pretty normal now. Apart from the corpse and some, some bloody patches where some cats used to be, and this churned up ground. Yeah, leaving a. I was going to say in the clearing with the with the tree, and the naked woman who's been clawed to death. Is there anything sacrificial about that? She doesn't seem clawed to death. She's got loads of cuts over her. So she's not something that would kill her. Right. So she was with. So. And there were and there were human noises of pain when Karahad was. Cutting at this this beast. I've seen. Oh shit! We just killed the cat fairy. But there are no wounds of Carahad's sword on the lady. I have seen um, special metals that attract other metals to it and hold them on. And I think she was acting like this. She was essentially holding these cats together somehow, and now she's dead. The power is gone. So I think whatever was special was about her, and it's now gone. Now she's yeah. dead. Gimbal's just going to say, we know... Can I perform an autopsy? <laughs> if you like. Would you like to perform an autopsy? So apparently yeah. Jace, Jace is the uh, medieval equivalent of Jack the Ripper. I'm cool. I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you're all murder hobos, so yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah if you want to uh, perform an autopsy, shall we say that's going to be an intelligence role? Um, do you want to make it investigation? And does anyone want to help? Or is he just doing this on his own? Everybody I think he's doing this on his own, because I'm a little bit weirded out by this at this point. Gimbal's from the me. evil character. <laughs> Gimbal's basically effectively looking around to see, um, obviously, the quickest, nearest available route to yeah. our original destination, the Shadow of the Green. <laughs> what the fuck's with my 14s? 14. <laughs> uh, and I want uh, Gimbal to roll me a survival, please, with advantage. Okay, so I don't get anything extra for survival anyway. One. <laughs> Four and a one. There's a path. <laughs> uh, oh, guys, guys, look. He's pointing the wrong way. <laughs> uh, 
So it had a, we had fifty fifty chop. <laughs> so uh, you're you're flechetting this this lady, um, spreading out. Okay. Um, what did you get? Fourteen. Fourteen. So fifteen with a minus one for my intelligence or lack thereof. You think to yourself like, okay, I want to see what's inside this lady if she's got anything hidden or whatever. So uh, it's a reasonable reasonable go. So you you describe the process here. Describe the process with. Are you, are you dismembering her? Are you um, doing the you know the Y incision and? Yeah, as, as close to the Y incision as I could get from my knowledge of sort of like shipboard surgery. You know, I was a ship's captain, so I would have had a, a a sawbones of some description. So I'm looking for deformities, malformities, opening up the skull cap, looking at the brain. You know, seeing a uh, passing familiarity with human anatomy and primarily aimed towards what she cut to make human anatomy cease to function. I would like but the other two to give me a constitution check, please. I hate my die. Six. Four. You ain't doing too well. You were all right up to the point, like, because you've, you've stabbed people, you've seen blood, you've seen things coming out, but up to the point where it's like, the organs start coming out, and the fact that he's just butchered cats and done the same thing, is like, it brings it home to you. Probably the cracking of the skull as I chisel it open. Absolutely, yeah. Sort of uh, place the, the, the point of your um, Kriegsmesser on top and just like hit the top with a rock. The, the cracking of creaking. As soon as the brain case opens, that's it for you guys. You are not feeling well. You are going to uh, be at disadvantage on all D20 rolls until you shake this um, <laughs> unease. It's, le- it's not necessarily... I mean, it's up to you how you want to play it, but it's not necessarily that you are um, sickened by it and nauseated. It's just it's disturbed you a lot. Mm. Um, so you've picked up the poisoned condition, as it were. Who the fuck did we ask to join our party? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so have we established that you've not really found anything of any interest or? Uh, in terms of abnormalities, uh, you find that this woman has um, a very much enlarged liver at the expense of her lower, uh, expense of her small intestine. And uh, so that seems a little bit odd. Like the liver is like twice the size it should be. And um, there's just something off about um, I mean you don't know the, the name of it but the thing under the stomach that does weird things and her so teeth you don't, you know, you don't know anything what it interesting is, about her teeth um, her teeth are normal Okay. Um, her brain um, seems normal it's sort of pink and wrinkled veiny but it's just, a, just yeah just slightly off kilter it's, you you can't put put your finger exactly on what it is, but like the liver is the thing that jumps out at you, and the, some other things that like I'm sure I haven't. But like mostly you've you've been cutting apart guys to do. Like you've seen your um, your sort of ship surgeon cutting apart your crewmates and stuff, and it's, it's usually men. So uh, you don't know if it's if it if there's a difference between the the genders or if it's just because this is a weird person. Okay. So it's not like cirrhosis of the liver enlarged. It's just big. You don't know. Well, I would have seen cirrhosis in the liver. That's true. There's no legions. I was going to say, but you wouldn't necessarily know what cirrhosis of the liver is. Yeah, you, just know, you just know that there's obviously something yeah, wrong with that liver. liver. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, sailor's liver. Sailor's liver. There's no legion, lesions. Uh, there's no discoloration in it. Okay. So, from the cool shade of a, a nearby tree that I've been resting under to try and clear my head from this butchery that's happening, 
I shout over. Jace, have you finished fucking about now? Can 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 we get on with this? Because I don't really want to hang around here longer than we have to. I assure you there was no fucking involved. <laughs> Purely an intellectual e- exercise. Fantastic tits, though. <laughs> Gimbal's just going to shout, the longer we hang around here, the more of these creatures are likely to turn up. We know that the Shadow of the Green is doing experiments on people and other creatures. We need to stop her, and we should do that soon. I agree. Mm -hmm. Is that any rum? (laughs) No. Oh. I'm going to start standing up and putting my my pack on and making it very blatant that I'm moving out. I'll I'll, I'll wrap myself in my still somewhat wet and and, and slimy cat. Um, my cat flap. Sticking <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with the, with the head. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I've got the, the sort of the head and the features over my, over the top. So, like Hercules would wear the lion thing. Very much so. Yeah, kept, 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 <laughs> kept one of the cat's skulls to, which obviously is is really hard to actually properly deflesh a skull. So, absolutely, yeah. You have um, to boil it yeah. and everything. You march on over. You've, uh, you're, you're making head. It's a really good um, time because you want to be away from this place. Um, on the way past the body, however, um, I pick up a handful of dirt, open a mouth, and pour it in, and close the mouth up again, and walk off. Excellent. For those of you who weren't here, that's what he did uh, when Bleak died. You are going to sort of head on, and if unless you want to do anything else, we're going to skip on a little bit. Skip on. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So after. A good half day's travel. It's now around about midday. You got up nice and early. And uh, up with the cats. And you start seeing above the trees um, what looks like a parapet. looks like, um, you know, the the embattled walls of... Oh, sorry, the the castellated walls of a keep. It's very, very tall. It's uh, it's, it's visible through the trees as you look up. um, And you seem to be uh, coming along. You start hearing... Sounds of settlement, sort of noises of you know, sort of people beating metal and moving things in carts and things like that. And what seems to be a small, uh, a small town, large village. You also hear the sound of the sea. Mm, can I smell the sea? You can. Makes me happy. Okay, so looks like we're probably coming close to the keep recon time. The trail. Uh, under you is, is very much more worn and uh, looks much more well travelled. Recon, who's got the best sneak? He says metagaming. Oh, no, well, no, it makes sense. Obviously, you would know your party, but like, you, you're the best at sneaking, you go. Blah, blah, blah. At which point, Fuzz comes running round my shoulder and goes, Meh! Of course, I forgot about <laughs> Fuzz. I forgot about Fuzz. Everyone forgets about Fuzz. Yeah. Because he's so small, he's, he's, he's unobtrusive. Yeah, I go up and I, I give Fuss a little scratch. It's like, don't worry, I know you're not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to and feed him to you. The cat. <laughs> At which point, I kind of, with a slight nod of my head, he instantly changes from mouse size to cat size on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you do? Give me a marching order. What's, what's happening? I think I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to send Fuss up above the trees. I'd probably keep him below the trees because um, these people work around lizard people. Yeah, if I send him up in his mouse size, he, you know, he's, he's, mm. no one's going to see him. He's, they're just going to think he's a sparrow. Yeah, just think he's a small bird. Okay. Okay. So first, I throw fuss off my shoulder. I, um, 
Again, little nod of the head, and he shrinks back down to mouse size, and he flutters up uh, up the trees. So, are you seeing through his eyes? Uh, I'm waiting until he gets a bit higher before I switch into that mode, so we're not quite there yet. So he goes up, and the senses that you're getting from him are, oh, it's good to be above the trees. Mm. the, you know, the, the, the overwhelming sense of the salt tang and the uh, free, uh, freely moving air and stuff. And he's, he's, so he's, Biddy's nursing a semi. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, really, he really likes this. Like, he's, he's had enough of being in the forest, which he's very comfortable with anyway. He does like the forest, but there's too many weird things going on for him. So mm-hmm. being able to soar a little bit is, is, is good for him. So uh, Stretching his wings. Yeah. Just like a pet bird. Um, Gimbal's just going to say, I think we should get off the path. Okay, yeah, move into so, the undergrowth before I... Undergrowth, uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, who's taking charge of the stealth thing? So who's going to roll it? Cool. Uh, roll the advantage. We'll assume that you're all helping. 15 on the roll. And 16, which makes it a... 14? 19. No. 19, yeah. Okay, so you sort of, uh, between you sort of pick the right place, you're all cooperating. Um, mm-hmm. 18, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you find a little, little spot. It doesn't look anyone's going to come this way anytime soon. Um... Um, so as we settle down in the undergrowth, um, I kind of tip my head to replicate my tipping my mind into a certain way of thinking, and I am suddenly looking through Foster's eyes. Okay, roll me a perception, please. Nineteen. Nineteen. Awesome. Uh, Fuss is circling, and although he doesn't quite understand what it is, he, he knows this is a man place, but you know very well this is a fortified keep. It's a Mott and Bailey castle, very much like uh, Forden, where you grew up, was. Mm. Um, there's a, a a large mound which sort of backs onto a natural outcropping. This this whole place sort of dips down a lot, so from where you are, it dips down. It isn't incredibly steep, but is you know is a bit of a challenge. It would be a bit of a challenge. Um, and there's a, a, a sort of flattened area which looks like it's um, been raised up and lowered down in various places. So what you'd guess is that there's a, this Bailey Tower, um, which has been expanded and expanded and expanded, and then the town has grown up around it and they've leveled it off and all that sort of stuff. So um, you, what you've got is closest to where you are is... Um, so you're approaching from essentially from the southwest. Yeah, yeah. So you're on the southwest. The keep tower. I'll give you a, a sketch of it because you can see it from okay. above. Yeah. Uh, the keep tower is almost directly in front of you. If you were to tr- uh, follow that the path, you would just come straight up against the wall um, around the inner bailey of this keep tower. Um, and just beyond that is where this sort of escarpment kind of meets it. So you've got this, uh, it's taking advantage of the local topography. So you say the keep backs onto a cliff face, sort of a, a rise, or is it sitting on top of the rise? Uh, it's on a rise. It's like there's a cliff face that's kind of petered out. And instead of putting it on the top of that cliff face, they've kind of built up against it. Um, and there's an inner bailey. There is an outer bailey. And then there is... Lots of words an archaeologist would know. Uh, it, so um, there's a keep tower, which is actually quite small. It's like, imagine Wizard's Tower. It's just a single tower. Um, the inner bailey is, uh, there's a wall around that tower, and the inner bailey is the, all, all the parts inside that. The outer bailey is a much larger um, wall, which isn't like um, circles within circles. It's just like a big lobe shape coming off uh, one end of it towards the sea. 
um, and that is where um, the actual buildings of government would be. So imagine you'd be doing your business and stuff inside the outer bailey where all the, the nice buildings are. Someone attacks, you withdraw, you go inside into the inner bailey, into the keep tower as like a big readout. It's, it's a, mm-hmm. like your where you escape to. Um, and then around that is the town. So... So is it like a proper modern bailey where it's all like wooden towers or is it the stone structure? Stone. So it's all stone. Very stone. Fuss can also see that there is um, like a significant dock slash jetty um, just in front of the town. Um, pebbles? Uh, sandy beach? Uh, is it just... Or is it Gravel beach. Gravel beach, okay. But uh, it's it's very... Um, it's it. it it's it's not a shallow beach at all. It's kind of like a few feet of beach, and then you're in, um, and you can see that there's actually uh, it's it's quite a broad field that you're in. Yeah. The other side is very much more mountainous than than yours is, but so you, you've had the nice trek, and yeah. it kind of drops down from where you are. Yeah, so it'll get deep very quickly as well. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, um, for the sake of info dumping, imagine that once I have tipped my head back out of this and called fuzz back out of the sky, I've cleared off a bit of ground, and I've I've sketched this out into the dirt okay. for you. Did you see any pendants or flags or any sort of identifying markers? No flags. Um, there are people moving around the town. As Fuss can sort of go up and down. I mean, he does He does look like a sparrow. Uh, I'll give you that for free. He doesn't have to do a check or anything. Um, so yeah, uh, no one's looking up really. It's a nice sunny day. People aren't looking up into the sky. So yeah, he does see people moving around you can't really uh, make out much in the way of like dress and stuff like that. It's, um, but you can make out with Fuss's excellent vision that you have. Um, it seems to be a lot of chosen here, a lot of scaly folk. Okie dokie, that was going to be my next thing is to. Lots of different any... colours. Lots of blues, greens, reds, Ooh. whites, blacks, coppers, all sorts of stuff. How did the Chosen dress? I can't remember. Uh, they had red motifs, didn't they? Everybody had a patch of red. Mm. That is something that you would know fairly well. Jace is an affectation of what happened after the Civil War in this country. That it, Red used to be um, the sole purview of the landed gentry. Right. The, the Takata who used to rule here. And so everyone uh, took a, a piece of red to wear as like a sign of the revolution. How very... Historically poignant. So then, gentlemen, the question remains do we just walk in all brazen or do we wait until the cover of darkness? In both cases, we've had stellar success. <laughs> um, so I don't think there's any particular advantage or disadvantage to either of these actions. Perfectly honest, that the, the attacking under the cover of darkness worked really well for you guys. You, you had a, a huge success. Yeah. You didn't know it at the time. <laughs> I suggest, gentlemen, that we sneak around under cover of the forest to the ins- up the escarpment and uh, try and shimmy over the wall under cover of the inner bailey wall under the cover of darkness to try and get into the keep. Because do we know that this is the, the headquarters of... You can put two and two together. The bird we're trying to assassinate. Yeah. She's the green or the blue or the purple we, or the pink. She's or, the green. The green. Um, we knew we were told that basically she had a keep close to the ocean on the opposite side to where we landed. At the end yeah. of this track. Yeah. 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 Is, by, to, to, by, by all indications you've been given, yes, this is... Because I don't think we can brazen our way in here. It's too isolated. 
yeah. for for random travelers to just turn up and show up at the local inn and say, "Oi, wench, beer." Yep. Though beer does sound really good. Did um, Full Spiny Chance spot any kind of boats on the water? Roll me a perception, Jace. Natural twenty. Oh yes, there's a whiff in the air. You smell malt. There are people brewing here. Oh. <laughs> like in any place where the water might be a bit brackish, there might be uh, some issues with the wa- local water, they brew beer. Mm, change the plan, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Stay strong, Jace. <laughs> beer. And where, and where people make beer, they also make whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? If we're waiting to do this by the cover of, of night... That doesn't mean we can't take advantage of the day. I can turn someone invisible. Jace, roll a wisdom save. Have you ever seen Blackbeard's ghost? Six. No, oh, that With beer Peter smells nice. <laughs> it is. Turn me invisible, turn me invisible, turn me invisible. It's a brilliant <laughs> film. I highly recommend it. But um, the whole thing is that, obviously, the ghost of Blackbeard uh, haunts this hotel that was built by his descendants and uh, throughout the film he has a habit of picking up bottles of rum and it's like the amount of people who just see this inv- this bottle of rum just floating off by itself I am just going to um, have a quick chat with yeah, Fuzz because yeah, Fuzz is my touchstone when it comes to spells so one film. moment I didn't need a film reference to, to know that's what I was going to do yeah <laughs> so what's what's Jace doing in, in uh, reaction to his failed uh, role turn me invisible I'll just do a little bit of uh, you know, okay. Judicious scouting to see if I can tell if you know okay. she's in town. Foz has confirmed that, that when we turn people invisible or things invisible, a creature you touch becomes invisible until the end, uh, until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. So if you pick so, up a bottle of whiskey, try, it's Trying invisible. not to grin, trying not to grin. <laughs> I'm sure the people are going to hear the clinking ghost. I'm sure they're going to hear So, so, we have enough time that if we do this now during the day, you can go into town, you can do a reconnoi, you can bring back some supplies... Because, <laughs> uh, because I Supply! actually, I, I, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a perception check here to see if I can actually pick up. You do, you do realize if you send him to town where they if have you all the on this. If I am picking up on the fact that he is oh, not going good. to come back, yeah. <laughs> so that is that's a wisdom check. Actually, oh. that's no, sorry, that's a. Um, Invisible drunken belches. It's, it's, it's not that. It's like the amount of people who'd be tripping, tripping over this invisible yeah. lump on the floor, and then it's like it's at some point, at like virus. eleven o'clock at night, all of a sudden, this half-naked drunken person just appears <laughs> in the middle of the floor. Okay, it is an insight check with disadvantage because you are uh, all up in fuss right now. Okay, freezing. I thought about that. Oh, nice. Um, insight. Uh, so that's still. Seven, no, 18. 18. That still is, because I, I rolled a, a, a 17 and a 19. Okay, so I'm you, quite get, happy that. you get to ask two questions. Uh, is he hiding something, and what is he feeling? Can I just ask these questions directly? Uh, well, you, well, yeah, you can ask him, but you, uh, you will know the truth. You can, uh, if you ask in character, you answer in character, but you're also going to answer truthfully. Okay. If I turn you invisible and send you into town, are you capable 
of doing what you need to do before getting all the alcohol and bringing it back. Well, of course, I don't know what you mean. I just, I'm, I'm completely baffled and, and terribly wounded that you would think that I'm not going to, um, and continues to dissemble. Um, so mostly, the, actually, actually, the questions are: What's he feeling? Is he hiding something? Uh, I'm I'm hiding just 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 how many skirts I might look under, and uh, the fact that I'm really 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 need a drink. Yeah, hi- hiding the DTs. Uh, and what are you feeling? I, I I'm feeling like I can actually right or wrong. I'm feeling like I can actually get what I need done done, as well as fulfilling all my particular desires. Confident and excited. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's what you've got. Okay. <laughs> Gimbal, so we're turning you invisible. Uh, he actually has a better sneak than Gimbal does. Um, no, no. Dear God. <laughs> Meta gaming. If it's like, what's the difference between you? Um, uh, I have it trained and it's dexterity, so I have a plus three. Yeah. So plus five. Uh, dexterity, stealth, be at the top. I have um, a plus two. So you are really close together in this. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like that's in, in terms of like how you appreciate how sneaky each other's each other are. How agile are you? Do you know what? Actually, fuck you. I, I, no, I'm, it's the same thing. What we're doing. Do you know what? Fuck the pair of you. I'm going to trust myself on this one. I'm going to turn myself invisible and do this. And I promise I will bring you back oh, yes, some booze. This has worked so well before. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 are you sure? I, I don't believe that that's the most intelligent thing. I mean, I'm such a capable, I know okay. seaside town. I can just... only turn myself invisible for an hour. I'm sure you can wait an hour for me to return with some booze. <sighs> one hour. That's all it will be. You can't understand how I'm placing my very life's blood in your hands. I pull out of my pocket the tiny remaining <laughs> bit of my vial of alcohol for for my um, false life, and I hand it over going, I'm giving this to just tide you over for just an hour. <laughs> Instantly downs it, like... At which, point <sighs> I, at which point I go which you need to mix with water because it's incredibly potent. <laughs> Mother's milk, my good boy. I, I, throw, <laughs> I throw my water skin at him and tell him to, to take some large glugs. So, water? Uh, yes. Drinking? Dilute that even if it has to be in your stomach. Now, do it now. <laughs> Describe your action. Just just go. Describe what you're going to do and I will give you exposition as we... I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up to the edge of the woods because I'm gonna try and get as close as possible before I turn myself invisible, uh, and then I'm gonna cast invisibility upon myself and just walk into town and see what I can see. You walk on into town. The there there is like a, a single main street and things seem a little higgledy piggledy sort of off the side. Um, the one thing that that really um, gets you is that there's what looks like a lot of building work going on like uh, there's a lot of houses that seem to have fallen down or structures that have fallen um, that are being repaired and that mm. seems to be like the main industry of the of, of the town um, is, is writing these walls and, and setting up roofs and things like that and there's a lot of hammering and there's a lot of um, you know sort of helping of things and moving of things and a lot of things being, being sort of just moved by hand you don't see um, too many carts hauling stuff you know there's one or two um, you certainly smell the same yeasty lovely malty odor and you see that there are a couple of uh, main buildings in the middle of the of the village um, but nothing that really impedes progress down to the sea mm. everyone here is chosen everybody and 
it's a good 10 minutes just walking around until you see someone who's not quite completely scaled. Everyone is is completely lizardy. Yeah. Um, and it's very odd. But, you know, they're, they're conversing and they're talking. And you've making your way through the town. Uh, you've gone on to, onto the other side of, of the, the keep tower. And with a good appraising look at the keep tower, you see that the gate's wide open. You know, you could go into, you could just walk into the uh, inner, outer bailey if you wanted. Um, from where you are, you can't see the gate to the inner bailey, but you could you'd walk through. Um, there's no guards. Um, it doesn't seem like anyone's on the walls. People are just chilling out. Or they're part of the, the effort to rebuild this place. I'm just trying to figure out whether um, my invisibility is a... Where does it say if it's concentration? Oh, yes. It's, yeah, you um, can't cast another spell. You got it. See. Yeah, yes, concentration. Fuck. Um, you still have root. Sorry, you still have fuss. Uh, he is on my person at the minute. And as soon as he is an extension of myself, he is invisible. However... If he took off. If he takes off, yes. He, he will become visible. Hmm. Um, so I don't want to chance that. I am tentatively going to kind of do this, uh, poke my hand through the open gateway of, of this door. I'm concerned that there might be some kind of like protection. Uh, the fact that it's just wide open strikes me as a bit odd. Uh, you push your hand through the, the, the open portal. It's absolutely fine. Nothing happens. Okay, I will continue into the outer bailey, or inside the outer bailey. You go into the outer bailey. This is uh, a hive of activity. People are coming to and from, um, and what you do notice is that it's a lovely day. Whoever's running admin here has set up a a desk outside. They've got the plans looking, um, and you hear an odd, a really odd voice. Um, that that's quite incongruent because you got used to the Kotev accent by now, and everyone's talking Kotev. But like, you actually hear an Anish accent. And you're looking around for this thing, and you suddenly, you, so you you look towards uh, this large table that's been set up with a couple of plans on it, and you focus in on that, and it's really like familiar. This is this this is a like a regional Forden accent. This person is from Forden City. You you would stake your life on it. Mm-hmm. And it's a chosen who has sort of he's directing people around and he's, and he's talking very loudly about um, we need to send another lot of miners in and no we have to go further afield if we we mine against the the escarpment it'll undermine the castle and are you all idiots and just it's, um, I'm sorry I'm sorry brother sorry sorry about that just it, it's been a long day um, and you know people seem to take that in good in good cheer. Uh, the one thing you do notice about them is the entire left side of his face, head type area is horrifically scarred. It looks like it's sort of melted away. Can, because um, obviously I, I don't want to touch or bump into anyone, can I get close enough to this table to look at the plans? To Certainly can. Roll me a stealth, please. You have advantage. In fact, I'll just set a low DC for this. So. Uh, nine. Fifteen. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. So, uh, you sneak closer, and this guy is uh, is talking in a sort of you know, normal normal register. What's your charisma score? Not your modify your score. Sixteen. Okay, I want you to roll me a charisma save, and you're trying to beat a sixteen. Nope, three. Uh, although I do get a plus five on that, so eight. 
Paul appears to be writing a short novel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, just uh, let me know when you're ready. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to wait until you stop drinking. I'll show you this. Why, are you worried I'm going to spit it out? Or cry. Might just be a long, drawn-out wail of despair. Oh! Oh! Something you've forgotten about, Eddie. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, uh, I'm having trouble reading your handwriting here slightly, but... Do you want, do you want me to whisper? Um, yeah, go on. Uh, you recognise the voice of your brother, Robert? Yes. Uh, it's definitely his voice, and it's hit you like a ton of bricks. Mm. Um, what's going to happen is the old Rue is coming back. Your uh, intelligence, wisdom, and I'm not going to make you change the scores, but essentially yeah. all of your modifiers are now minus three. So essentially you've got like a, a, a five wisdom and, and charisma. Okay. You are the old Rue. Fuss, however, yeah. is the present fuss. Okay. Ah, this... Mm. <laughs> okay, that complicates things in my head. Massively. Um, I've been waiting for this for so long. Oh, um, so just to confirm... Oh, uh, and he's green. Oh, he's, he's green. Okay, excellent. Oh, fuck, he's green. He. He. He's green. Oh, he's green. Uh, and Shadow of the Green's a she. So, right, that might okay. not mean anything to you right now. Okay. Oh, Words. Science. Science! Um, oh, you see, I, if, if I was still... If this hadn't happened and I was still... If you hadn't yeah, failed that role. Yeah, if I hadn't failed that role and I was still... my, my uh, Yeah, I, I know exactly what I do. Now I don't... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, but I don't... Uh, but, yeah. oh. This is exactly what what uh, Rue's brain is doing at this time. <laughs> um, I am incredibly scared and intimidated then by this turn of events I um, yeah I um, I just want to get out of there I just want to escape I want to I want to get back okay to, make me a dexterity think... check uh, th- with disadvantage because of yeah previous conditions and things oh seven um, uh, and I get more so seven okay so you run and you your your hip catches the corner of the table and it uh it's just a trestle table set up so it's it knocks it and uh a high or low for a good result hi and it knocks the, the the table to the ground spilling things you keep going you're rushing headlong out uh to where you you barge past some people uh and just sort of ups, upset people because we've established that you don't go and go visible if you're hit and struck and things mm. do you it's only if you're making an attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you sort of, uh, you're, you're barging past people and they sort of, uh, they're going, ah, ah, and am wondering I, what's going on. Am I gaining anything back as I'm gaining distance from him? No. Nope. Fuck. Um, okay. I just keep, keep running then. You keep running. Um, I keep running. Anywhere in particular or? I, I'm running back to you guys. To you two. Uh, so he runs back to you guys and you hear this cacophony, um, coming through the trees and things. And, um, it's, uh, hang on a second. It is. It is a wonder that no one has followed him. Um, <laughs> you think he must be visible at least, but just something is going on and, and, and it's, it could only, there's no, there's no thing attached to the sound. It must be Rue. So, um, uh, actually, 
Rue, I want you to roll me a constitution check. You're looking at getting a 10 or higher. 18. Excellent. Uh, you are still invisible, should you wish to be. Um, yeah, because I don't know how to turn it off anymore. You run me through it. Okay, so I, I come back. Uh, tell me where you guys are and... Where, where we were when you left. Sort of crouching we, in the bushes. Moved, hiding in the bushes, the undergrowth, basically waiting for you to return. I'm sniffing the air for the malt. <laughs> um, so I come back and I... Um, you can't see any of this, but you can hear the foot moving and perhaps you can see like the, 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 the bushes and the dust kind of like being thrown up as I come in because I'm not exactly being careful. And you hear this thump as I throw myself to the ground ne- next to this tree and I'm just... You can hear this kind of like creaking noise as, as my, my shoulder is kind of like brushing backwards and forwards against the tree because I'm just rocking going, it's, it, it, it's Robert, it's, it, it's Robert. I, uh, oh God, it's Robert, it's Robert, it's Robert, it's Robert, it's Robert, can it's Robert. Can I see, like, is he, is he depressing the grass? Well, I can't see him, but can I sort you, of see the impression? You can see where he is. You can see that he's moving some branches when he's hmm. doing this this thing. Yeah. Actually, uh, Rue, is there any difference in your voice, in the, in the, the tone and timbre of your voice? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's far less articulate. There's a slight slur. I'd like Gimbal to roll me a wisdom check, please. Uh, Thirteen. Something is very, very familiar about this. It's Robert. 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 I, I don't. I, I don't like Robert. It's, it's Robert. I, I don't know what to do about Robert. Robert. Mm, Robert. I'm trying to figure out what's familiar about it. It's making me think of um, the time when I found the bit of wood underground or in the entrance of the tunnel where they invaded the town. Yeah, so Gimbal's just going to basically proceed over to where, obviously, the grass and the bushes and everything. Uh, he's just going to sort of crouch down, reach out tentatively and just like try and gauge where he thinks that Rue's shoulder would be. I'd say you could, you could probably find him as long as he's not flinching away. Okay, uh, as you make contact with my um, shoulder, and you can, I actually turn and just throw myself at you and let's bury, bury my head and face in, into your chest and just kind of like grab onto you. We will count that as a grapple uh, and you become visible. Describe yourself. Okay, I'm just, uh, I'm just a mess. You can, you can see it on my face, I'm just... just Panic and fear. Oh, you can't and, see his face because you're, you're. Well, yeah, no, but but you can tell from from just the way I'm moving and that I'm shaking and I'm and I'm just rocking and I'm just grabbing onto you for like dear life because like I I just need any kind of support, moral support, anything mm-hmm. at this point. Okay, so Gimbal's just going to sort of um, yeah, Gimbal's just going to sort of like hands on your shoulders, lift you up, and just be like. I'm just going to look at you, look in your eyes, um, and see if I can. Uh, no, he's going to he's going to lift Roll your insight. Insight. If you're looking in his eyes, seventeen. This isn't Rue. This is Rufus. You used to know Rufus back in Forden. He was a nice boy. Ah, I'm obviously just terribly confused by everything that's going on and um, just sitting there sort of like do, 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 do you need a moment? Do you, do, 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 I really don't want to Gimbal's come into an awkward moment here. I, Gimbal's just, just literally going to, uh, just, go, just going to go ah um and he's just going to say, he's just going to say to the rest of the group we've lost Rue.
Dungeons and Dragons is published by Wizards of the Coast. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. If you want to get in touch with us, it's swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com or on Twitter at swordnutradio. Keep listening because after the beep is some discussion and bloopers. So we open on a scene of... Kill all my cats. <laughs> kill all cats ever, please. You can actually kill Evil. our cat. Do you know what she did last night? We're, we're fast asleep at about like three o'clock in the morning and we hear this... And she gets on the bed, which isn't unheard of. And then she starts moving around and fussing around. What the fuck is she doing? She's woken us up at this point. All of a sudden we hear crunch, crunch, crunch. We're like, oh God, she's not here. She turn the light on and she's busy eating one half of the mouse and the other half is busy bleeding out all over the bed. And it's that, that kind of like point in the evening where and then she starts eating the second half and we're like, you know what, fuck it, we'll deal with it in the morning. Night darling. <laughs> killed over and went to sleep. Yeah. Uh, right, it's, it's too early in the morning to be cleaning up corpses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so okay. episode name, too early in the morning to be cleaning up corpses. <laughs> that would be a good episode name. <laughs> Chopsticks with my pig skull. <laughs> sorry, break. Mm-hmm. break. Yeah, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not yawning because when you're boring, it's something about migraines. You just start yawning. We try. <laughs> Tried cucumber ice cream once. That no, a fresh cucumber should never have a slimy consistency. <laughs> it's the most English conversation yeah. we've ever had. <laughs> I'm happy as long as it's not been inside someone. Speaking of not having cucumbers inside people, when I used to work at you'd frequently come across people shopping lists that have just been left on the ground, and yeah, I'd always pick them up because A, putting them in the bin, and B, you know, I'm a bit nosy. And I came across one, and it was, it started off with like party food, and you're like, uh, oh right, okay, snacks, beer, and you're like, oh, party, and then it moves on to alcohol. Then it starts moving on to slightly more random things, and you're like, oh, well, obviously, you're making dips with it, so it's like cucumbers and courgettes and uh, carrots and all this kind of stuff. And then it moves on to condoms, baby oil, KY jelly. Not my kind. <laughs> I, I'm a very different kind of baby. So that's probably anal. That's probably bad. What the fuck are these other two? F- in every designer, there's like people who say, oh, "Okay, optimize for this, not optimize for that." And then at some point, you go, "Do you know what? Fuck it. Let's do something and see what people do with it." <laughs> yeah. Um, I knew a guy who, um, a songwriter, and he, he sort of got obsessed with doing things in odd time signatures. Um, and he came up with um, a song which I think it was sort of every twenty seconds was in a different time signature. And it was called "Dance to This, You Bastards." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Every once in a while, you get a picture of what it'd be like if you didn't take care of them. And here it is: cheese strings and bakewell tarts. <laughs> Almost always, you know, modern theologies hold that the soul resides, that your personhood yeah. resides in, in the brain, because you can yeah. lose pretty much everything else. But if your brain remains functioning, you are the same person. There is a really interesting um, thing on uh, comicsology. No, not comicsology. That's the other thing. Nerd sync. Which is a, a YouTube channel. It's really, really good. It's like looking at. Um, uh, 
it's like looking it's looking at comics and saying what are the deeper questions here and talking about like when talk about Batman remembering his parents' death does he remember his parents' death and the answer is no he doesn't not at all not in any no. way whatsoever because every time you remember something you modify it mm-hmm. uh, and you sort of re, re-go over it and stuff so he probably doesn't have any true memory whatsoever of his parents' death and then saying well that that's goes on to identity and all that sort of stuff and like well C3PO's red arm it's like that like how many parts it's the um, it's the Argo, it's the old thing, or the um, the Mary Rose. Like, is is how many bits of the ship do you replace before it's a new ship? Triggers mop, triggers mop. Yeah, yeah. Um, sweeping brush in the ears, actually. It's yes. given yeah. a, it was given a um, an OBE because he was, it was road sweeper for seventeen years uh, and had the same mop, the same brush, same broom. Yeah, yeah. fifteen yeah. new handles, seventeen new heads. <laughs> same, the same brush, replacing the brush holes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, ah, funny. So it's like so so. At what point does your personality and thing actually go? So, what if, for example, we could replace parts of the brain with, cy- with cybernetic replacements? It's all mapped; the neurons are mapped and whatever. But they're not those neurons that were laid down. They're not those connections that were laid down to make those memories. So they're not. It's a simulation. At what point do you stop becoming you? You start becoming a simulation, even though there's no functional difference. Mm. There's no functional difference. There's no change. Change. Existence is a functional difference because you're always your brain replaces itself every what six every cell in every cell in the body is replaced every seven years. Your brain does not. You are born. You are born with as many neurons as you're going to have. The only thing that changes in that is um, the connections between them, the strength of those connections. No, 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 no. Your brain cells. You do make new brain cells. That that's a myth that you didn't that you that's, that's old thinking they thought. I'm pretty sure I was just, I was like just the whole alcohol kills brain cells thing. No, it doesn't. Um, so your brain does shrink over time, but that's because, like everything else in your body, the, repl- the cell replication degrades. Um, I'm pretty sure I was listening to these. It's the Naked Scientist podcast. And the people on there, and they're asking those questions about those sorts of myths. And so, right, okay, what's this? Uh, what is the oldest part of you, and all that sort of stuff? Um, Nope, you're right. Yeah, because said the oldest part of you is like ten years old, so like that, and that's brain cells. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like you can have frontal lobe damage that can actually change your personality completely. Uh, yes, yeah. they, they, they basically scramble your brains, and it resets yeah. itself. It regenerates, but it's not the same. Temporal lobe like, damage is my favorite. Make serial killers. Uh, my- a guy fell off a uh, guy fell off his motorbike. Had temporal lobe damage. No personality change except he went out and killed him. Yeah. It's like those people who um, acquired musical syndrome, where you can hit your head and all of a sudden you can play piano like, as if you've been learning since you were five years old. One mm. of my favourite episodes of Horizon or Equinox or what I've been was talking about uh, brain conditions and how they can be artificially altered. And it was looking at all kinds of stuff like put, putting the brain under a magnetic field and you lose the ability to make... Um, um, not rational decision. What is it? Um, judgment based on morality. You lose your ability to determine morality today. Yeah. Sorry. The, the last bit on the on the program is this woman who'd been suffering from manic depression for years, and um, she was approached and said, "We have this new experimental process that we want to go through, but it's quite dangerous. It might backfire. Are you prepared to go through it?" And her response was, "Well, I was thinking of killing myself next week. So what have I got to lose?" Mm-hmm. And she wasn't joking. She was literally planning on killing herself next mm-hmm. week. So they open her head up, cut a chunk out of her brain, and they implant an, um, two metal rods into a certain part of her brain mm-hmm. um, so they can essentially excite it with electrical signals. 
and uh, she's awake the entire time because obviously you've got no uh, pain reception or anything in your head, so you just lock on anesthetic's fine. And they needed to be awake to make sure that nothing untoward is happening while they're doing stuff. Yeah, there was that one where they did that brain surgery on the guy who either was playing guitar yeah, to make yeah. sure that he didn't do anything wrong. It's like, yeah. imagine if you would, I'd be so tempted to just go, Ding! just to freak, <laughs> freak the surgeons out. Yeah. <laughs> <Do> you imagine it? <laughs> but anyway, so she, she, she sat there and they go, right, okay, we're, we're, we're all set up, we're about to turn it on, how do you feel? And I went, well, uh, not that great, to be honest, but, you know, I've got my head open, but, you know, same as always. So they go, okay, and they literally flick a switch and they turn this knob up and you can literally see it in their face. So you kind of go, just from like, just, just, just goes I'm a happy person and it's like how do you feel I feel great yeah really and it's like all right, really? how about now oh. no no literally, literally <laughs> as they like turn it down her face would just kind of go oh, happy yeah. happy yeah. happy and they, and they literally hooked it up to a device and they spent like weeks tuning it in to get it to the right level because if you had it turned up too high she was just euphoria euphoria all the time and it was too low wasn't quite enough and they got it just about right and she's and like they did an interview with her like months later and she was like I'm a normal human being I've got job interviews on Monday I'm doing uh, yeah. it was you know a, a serious mental condition fixed by implanting stuff in the brain yep they're, so. they're doing similar things with cancer like terminal only terminal patients but instead of giving people opioids they're implanting similar things in the pleasure centers of the brain so it's like Opium at the push of a button and a little electric charge. Mm-hmm. So all like heroin puts instead of taking the drugs. Or... I feel like a plaything. <laughs> <laughs> you start with a tingle. Do you know what? Jesus Christ! And you you were playing you were playing fucking um, chicken with the DM, going, "Oh no, I'm just I'm just weird. like because the cat monster was basically defeated and dead." And you were sort of going through all the bits and stuff, and I was sitting there going, the ground beneath you is roiling in a, in a discreet ten-foot radius. <laughs> Do you want to move? And in the end, I sort of have had to... Have you ever read Frank Miller? Yeah, <laughs> I sort of had to uh, have Carahad come and like, barrel him out of the way. Um, behind the screen for that, um, I thought it was... Un- I gave you plot armour because I thought it was unfair because I thought the purple worm thing is just as a nice little bookend to the, the fight, uh, like, five minutes before I did it. Mm. So I, I thought it was unfair to do that because that was a one shot that would have killed you flat out. You you were you were two rounds behind where you needed to be. You'd have been dead two rounds before that, and it, it's, it's an unescapable, absolute one shot. Turning your character sheet. Do you know what? If, if my very very life depended on recounting what happened in the last session we played this, I could not have told you any of this. I had completely forgotten no. all of this. 